0: No, but I mean if I say something funny and then you don't laugh for like 20 or 30 minutes, I assume it's just like the Discord built-in delay. Okay, what did you want to say, Hans? You had had something on your mind?
1: Guys. Yeah. What the hell was this movie? Okay, I
2: can explain exactly (laughs) what this movie was actually. But you can't check your six.
1: It's kind of like, you know, taking a screwdriver to a gunfight.
0: What's happening? Just like old Tom, Top.
2: What okay, except it's my turn to explain exactly it what is. the hell this movie Go is. Go
3: for it. Tell us about it. Okay. So I understand. Wait, we have to introduce the show first. What we, what show are, oh. are people listening to?
0: Why? <sighs> they shouldn't be listening to this. Hello. <laughs> this is Stephen C. at all. Sure is. I am Zach. I am Aaron. I'm odds. The premiere Steven Segal podcast. <laughs> the Prima. This is the cream of the crop, sadly. Creme de la creme discussing the dregs of the business <laughs> today's dregs attack force and these dregs go deep
3: they're particularly grainy and unpleasant <laughs>
0: very grainy they, they this these dregs got grit you feel this <laughs> grit in the mouth feel oh, yeah. in the teeth it's stuck in your teeth
1: i will say attack force potentially maybe formerly known as harvester But they actually say the words
3: attack force in this movie, which I don't think... Hey, hey, that could
1: have been part of the the reshooting
0: and the dubbing that come (laughs) afterwards. I understand. Listen, hear me out. Listen. Yeah. I understand what I'm about to say is like maybe the most hypocritical thing anybody has ever said on the planet. So do not be mean to me. Do not bully me for this. I am... Because I know I am the worst at this. I am, you know, let he who is with sin... I am the worst at this, so I understand. This is not just the pot calling the kettle black. This is a very, 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 very black pot asking the kettle to not be black. <laughs> but I will ask that for this one. I just plow through this description. Okay, do it. <laughs> no interruption. All right. I will. I'm glad you I will gave be... that
1: that little forward though, because I, I, knew I knew absolutely you, you, would have said I, something. I'm to use I every felt ounce you. Of my
0: skill to not talk. I heard you putting the six chambers in and just ready to unload on me. Like, I heard the the round, like, you know, lining up. I I knew Hans was going to unload him. So I needed to put on my bulletproof vest of of the Mia culpa. But I promise this will be... I will do this very quickly. This will be, like, less than three minutes. But what I'm going to do, because it will be quick, is I will run through the plot, and then I will very quickly run through the other... What the plot could have been. Because this... Does not make... I think sometimes, like, you know, one of us just watches the movie and one of us kind of does the behind-the-scenes research. I'm assuming we all three here had to do the behind-the-scenes research on this yeah. one because it's, it's... it's pretty critical. It's... You do not... Un, like, you still don't understand what's happening, but there was no chance of even grasping at straws right. without knowing the behind-the-scenes here. Yeah. So, the events as depicted on screen in the <laughs> released product of Attack Force. <laughs> as it were. <laughs> is that Steven Seagal playing, I think he's a commander, Marshall Lawson. <sighs> star <Starring> and <laughs> strong, the best and the worst Steven Seagal character name so far. Literally, Marshall Lawson, two words that just mean law, Um, is a commander of the elite military. Don't get into it too much. We don't know. It's just some super elite strike team. He is with the fellas, the boys. <laughs> the boys say we want to go to a, quote, Tea bar and the boys go to said T bar at the T bar the boys meet a woman a sex worker of sorts who they take they get permission to take her from her pimp i believe to take her back to their house where i assume they plan to spend the night getting into very sin-free activities of watching Frasier reruns and discussing their favorite bible verses <laughs> unfortunately she has other plans she kills all three of them seagal aims to find out what happens of course there are people in it's like just good people they're doing their jobs of investigating this crime scene and he yells at them for being the jerks they are trying to investigate this crime scene because it's his crime scene they discover this woman um is on a drug called ctx there is a covert military drug called ctx that turns you into not an alien vampire but very similar (laughs) to what i guess an alien vampire would be like it makes your eyes do weird things and you get superpowers but it also makes you crazy um so the super secret drug ctx um is behind all of this seagal and his friend and his girlfriend gear up and they take down the people who are making ctx Um, Before they're able to do that, the people who are making CTX, or this gang of criminals, um, decide to put it into the Paris water supply. This movie takes place in Paris, by the way, allegedly. (laughs) This Paris looks a lot like Bucharest, Romania. (laughs) But they say, we're going to put this in the water supply. And then at the end, uh, Seagal and friends get to the hideout and they say, well, they put it in the water supply they fight the bad guys there that are on the CTX and they do not resolve the fact that this has made it into the water supply and every single person in Paris is now on CTX. That is, they drive off, in, they have a fight, a very gory blade-like fight and they drive off into the mix and that is the end of the movie. It just ends. That is the plot as what we saw. You got it. Um, and uh, as we've discussed, as all three of us have alluded or outright stated, the film was originally known as harvester it was a science fiction film where just you know what i don't even need to recap this other plot just control f replace all of the times i said like people in ctx with alien vampires (laughs) um so they literally as far as i can tell they said this movie is either going to be gangsters are doing this drug or it will potentially be a science fiction movie where alien vampires are like infiltrating like body snatcher taking over paris um the special effects very much still go towards the alien vampire angle the uh very excellently 80 yard in lines and some (laughs) apparent reshoots go the non science fiction uh the non-alien vampire angle the drug mm-hmm. angle um they literally said not even me me, not even joking it will figure it out in post <laughs> and i guess this is what happens oh, when you man. figure it out in post Alright, did I miss anything important? I will open the floor to general discussion and oh, cross examination. I, have, I I
3: rest my case. I have no, so no, no, much no, to say you. about this. Thank <laughs> you.
1: Yeah, I have a lot to say about this too. Although I think we should I'm gonna pull a Zach here and use use Zach's catchphrase. It's worth mentioning that, <laughs> that in, in previous movies that we've seen, a lot of, like, we'll fix it in post, a lot of garbage around uh, ADRing lines and just, like, <laughs> completely picking the movie apart and putting the pieces back together in a different order so that it doesn't really make sense, but they had to work with what they had. Those were always because of Seagal's ego. It was always something about him that he, like, came on set and said, no, this isn't what we're making. We're making a completely different movie. Like, uh, uh, what was the one with the submarine? Submerged, submerged submerged that the was one with the 15 to, minutes of the submarine <laughs> yeah it was supposed to take place entirely on a submarine and Seagal said no 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 no. we're not doing that we're doing something completely different and we are on the submarine set for all of 15 minutes this one everything that i've read about this everything that i've looked up this is by far the most research i've done for any of these movies and because th- it's fascinating <laughs> and this and one you have to none of it like Seagal was entirely on board with the alien vampire theme I have and it was like decided you do because yeah, it was it from what i can tell is decided after the fact that the people editing the movie were just like nah screw that we're not doing that anymore we're going to pull people in for reshoots we're going to adr over everything so that it's druggies and uh, this drug that gives you superhuman powers but they couldn't edit around the eyes like <laughs> blinking actually, the wrong direction good eye
0: effects like those actually looked way too good for this movie
1: yeah, so it's it's it is interesting because it's it's a different sort of botched movie because it wasn't because of Seagal, but it still suffers from the same edited. It is and like posts. the first time
0: I disagree with the studio cut. I want the like Seagal cut of this movie. Yeah. The theory. Yeah, and it's yes. weird. Please please tell us this theory, Aaron.
3: Okay, so Attack Force came out in two thousand six.
0: That's not a theory, that's Underworld. It's a, that's a fact.
3: Underworld came out in two thousand three. Mm, uh have you ever seen underworld i actually haven't okay go actually it's like as a film not great very fun to watch though i very much enjoy the underworld films they're fun i have a theory so this is not the first time that weird vampires have come up in a steven seagal movie like oh what was the one it was i believe it was don't know today you die uh, they get to, like, the final boss's lair, and he's, like, into witchcraft and stuff, and there's, like...
1: Oh, well, they just skipped over it completely. Skipped over
3: it completely. right? I think... <laughs> I think Steven Seagal saw Underworld and has been trying to make a vampire movie for years, and just no one has <laughs> let him.
1: We have seen that a lot of the trends in these movies, like... It's a two or three year buffer before yeah. Seagal gets to make that movie. That's copying. Yeah, so. he obviously. saw Underworld three
3: years ago, and it's like, finally, <laughs> I get to make Underworld. Okay. I don't think Can he saw I... it three years
1: before. I think he it came out. He waited three years, then found Underworld and was
0: like, "Oh my god, this is amazing! <laughs> we have to make one of these." Can I put a slight little spin on your theory? Go for it, please do. The action film Blade, starring Wesley Snipes, mm-hmm. came out in nineteen <laughs> ninety Blade two came out in 2002 Ooh. and blade trinity came out in 2004 mm. i think there is an and or of yeah very well could of, be of these movies yes because while watching this i did think they finally somebody just made a worse blade movie than blade <laughs> trinity like this <laughs> has i, I wallace better this eye has effects than blade trinity had of, when... this has hints of blade trinity
1: what was that Hans? It has better eye effects than Blade Trinity did when uh Wesley Snipes
0: wouldn't open his eyes for the one scene. See, but like that's the type of thing you would expect from Seagull. You would yeah, expect it is. like he literally <laughs> was laying on a table and would not open his eyes, so they had to see GIs opening onto him. Yeah. Yeah, if you're not familiar enough.
1: Dear listener, if yeah. you're not familiar with this, in Blade Trinity, Wesley Snipes was so egotistical that he was slaying on his back on a table being filmed close up for this very specific scene where he's supposed to open his eyes and he just refused to. <laughs> so they had to CGI eyes on his face opening and it is the dumbest thing in the world.
0: But that's the type of thing that should be in the Steven Seagal movie and isn't. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Other than Seagal not doing any of his ADR, it, as far, well, it looks like apparently Seagal and the director had issues. Um, <laughs> what? What oh, a surprise. Right. Whoever heard of well, that? It even gets more specific than that. Apparently, Steven Seagal allegedly, uh, potentially, hinted towards wanting to stab the director of this film. Oh, my God.
3: Well, they did give him an Assassin's Creed hidden blade partway through they the did. movie.
0: Oh it's not so hidden, though. <laughs> they gave him more of a... Like a wrist blade. Like the Deus Ex blades, but they don't fold back into his arms.
1: Yeah, yeah so all of all of the alien vampires have these these uh, Assassin's
3: Creed wrist blade things. No, no, no. They have that, clear plastic protractors that they... They kill people. The ones with, in the very The Vampires. The ones in the very do. beginning
1: had the had the had the wrist blades,
3: didn't they? Uh no, they have it's it uh so at the in like the very opening scene, uh it's kind of unclear who these people are, but they do have like the Sagal hidden blades. But throughout most yeah. of the movie, the vampires have clear plastic knives. Yeah, I guess they did. That they use. They're which so, to me so just goofy, look like though. protractors.
0: They have really like, <laughs> arm blades that I think there was something like it like syncs up with like your blood or your energy or something like that. Seagal yeah. also, they give him a nice little set of arm blades. So maybe they should have called this movie like blades or like <laughs> arm blade or something. Blades. <laughs> um, but apparently I do not know exactly this is from the website manlymovie.net oh they don't cite Manly their
1: sources. manlymovie.net so
0: manlymovie.net they do not cite their sources so this could be made up whole cloth for all we know well, allegedly from
1: what we've the, seen the imdb trivia section tends to be that way too but right. there are way too many accounts of of what we're talking about about right. this movie for that to be the
0: case on this one so this is the second time steven scott has worked with the director michael Kush, Kush. I don't know exactly how to pronounce his last name. This is the second in the Seagal-Kush trilogy. Um, The previous week's movie and next week's movie. Like, all three in a row were Mm. with the same director at them. Um, I don't know how, based on this recollection. Apparently, Steven turned up before shooting with a copy of the film Predator 2 and said he wanted Attack Force to be like Predator 2. (laughs) So now this little
3: stew
0: <laughs> this everything you know bagel of a movie has played <laughs> and underworld and Ooh. predator 2 and
3: it is also filmed at certain points like a slasher film like slasher film the poster oh, but, yeah. looks like the matrix this movie's a little of everything like the first yeah. group of guys that die <laughs> one of them die well one like one of them dies behind frosted glass so you just see like blood splatter and then the second guy dies when the, the lady like reaches her arms through a a wall yes. and like drags him yeah. through the wall.
0: Like that scene of the three dudes dying is very slasher. Yeah.
1: Talking about the poster though, his, Wait, hold on, Wait, hold on. <laughs> I, I, okay. I, I
0: still, All right. director has to get threatened to be stabbed and then we'll talk about the poster. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently there's a scene where Segal was saying he wanted to stab his opponent in the neck during this fight scene that was being filmed. Um, I guess they had an argument on set, allegedly, where the director's like, no one's just gonna stand there and like just wait for you to like, you know, throw this knife and stab him in the neck. And Segal said, You don't think it's possible? Why don't you stand there then and watch me throw it into your neck? Then you'll know it's possible.
3: (laughs) That wasn't what the argument was about, Steven.
0: No. Uh the director said it started as a dream and became a nightmare. Towards the end we wouldn't even look at each other. I would just say action and cuts. (laughs) I apparently that happened and Mm. then they filmed another movie together after this. Okay. But other than that, like there's no no one describes like literally having lawsuits pre-made for Seagal before he walks on to set knowing he's going to be trouble. <laughs> no one describes him like extensively in reshoots. Like he does not seem to be the main difficulty here. But yes, Hans, please tell us about this poster.
1: Well, it's the the thing about it is that it's a Matrix style poster with the. Yes. Uh, I, don't, I can't even describe it because they're not like letters or numbers or symbols, but it's just like the falling digits in the background kind of and then he's holding two guns that he doesn't actually use in the movie Mm -mm. and his face his face is such a a manipulated like it's it's like he looked in the 90s it's when he was like really skinny and didn't have the creases in his forehead but his hairline is very much there but they edited his hairline so it doesn't have the crazy like unrealistic peak Like someone really went to town on his face in this in this picture to make the poster look good. It's very strange.
0: It's like maybe a plastic like Kendall action figure of him would have looked in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Like with a chiseled a sanded off like angled jaw. Yeah. And he does like his face like, looks like a cartoon character. He, he
1: doesn't look terrible. It does look a little bit like a cartoon character, right? It doesn't look terrible because it's how he looked in the 90s. Mm-hmm. But it's it's such like someone really worked hard on this they one. hit this guy hard. And it's very <laughs> funny because every <laughs> single poster for the past like four or five before this and every single one that's coming after this does not get that treatment. <laughs> they no. all, they're all just straight garbage. No. It's yeah.
0: just garbage in its own unique way.
1: Yep, but this one was also produced by Sony Pictures. Yeah. Which confused me yeah. as soon as I saw that at, at the opening.
3: Oh, yeah. So the opening credits go on way too long somehow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and well, I'm okay. pretty sure the music. The first and, like, two the minutes blurred... and 32
0: seconds. <laughs> <laughs> two and a half minutes of just opening credits with a blurry background.
3: Which loops, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yeah, it does. Definitely. It just loops. I saw the same thing. Which is like so for the, our listeners, don't watch this movie. I'm not going to make you even the first two and a half minutes. No, because it's. Boring. I'm pretty sure it's just like really blurred images of like gyrating women, <laughs> and the all the opening credits which go on for two and a half minutes. Yeah, and the audio and, and the visuals just loop.
0: And that's not, like, a long time, but just for literally a blurred beyond recognition. Like, this is not setting the mood. This is oh, not no. kind exactly. of the headspace of the movie. It is default, like, stock video background, cranked up, like, Gaussian blur, 500%, and then yeah. just the credits taking way too long to get through. Yeah.
1: Yeah, We've yeah. See, you see credits like that all the time, but it's overlaid
3: over top of the opening of the movie, not Or like nothing. I felt like I was watching a movie from, like, the 60s when they used to do, like, almost all the credits before the movie actually begins it just kept yeah. going yeah it's terrible
1: why um, why is it alien vampires I don't yeah, think I've ever I, seen a movie about alien vampires I think could it's always just been one vampires, or the other it, yeah it could have been they could've didn't been vampires, and, it could have been aliens and, 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 and I think that might have been a question answered by the original cut of this movie a before couple, they decided it should be about drug addicts
3: well a couple but, people in this movie even get staked yeah Oh yeah. Like a couple people die by just being impaled with a piece of wood. Yep, not the alien vampires weirdly. Uh other people.
1: <laughs> no, they they definitely um you know, they did the best they could to turn it around and make it about drug addicts, but um the the meat of that story, the original story yeah. is definitely still in there. Yeah. Let's talk about this Let's talk about the, the major players, because I okay. I think I need that explained to me. <clears throat> I don't understand. The, one of my notes is that there's absolutely no clue as to who is with who, who is with not with who. Okay. And there are like three different agencies here. Okay, let me help. There's you. like Seagal and his people, and then the woman that he was working with and her people. And then there's like this government agency, and then there are the vampires.
3: Okay. I think I can help. Please do. I think I can help. Please. So at the very top you have the admiral, and he's in charge of like it's apparently this whole thing is like a navy operation. So part of <laughs> in the middle of Paris. I uh, okay that looks the suspicious. Of you say of, like, Paris, <laughs> you say Paris, but I I made a specific note of this because I thought it was very funny when it showed like you know the little text comes up on the screen to show you where they are. It doesn't say Paris, France. It says France, comma Europe. <laughs> it really? yes
0: as opposed to uh, <laughs> yeah. the only they say paris when they talk about this will be put into like the paris water supply like that's really you don't see the April tower they don't even like see except April they the also background. specifically
3: they, say that the place that they're going to to like find the main bad guy is near bordeaux which is a completely different region of france imagine watching an action
1: movie and there's like a transition shot of the new york skyline and the subtext is america north america (laughs) like it's the united states north america
3: yeah it's very very silly but anyway so you have like the admiral guy at the top and one of the programs that the admiral is overseeing is this division called majestic i don't know why it's called majestic um but that's like that's I kinda... thought that was a person. No, Majestic is the program. Okay. So in charge of Majestic, there are two people, Werner and Robinson. Totally interchangeable. I don't know why they were two characters. Could very easily have been one guy. Got it. Because that has two like, co-directors of this program. And depending on the conversation, one of them outranks the other depending on what they're arguing about. <laughs> and it makes no sense. <laughs> But part of what Majestic was doing was they were developing, like, a drug to make super soldiers, and that was being worked on. That was what became CTX, and that was being worked on by Tia, who is, like, Steven Seagal's hot lady partner, uh, and Arun, which was very weird for me to watch this movie and constantly hear that name, Arun. Um, (laughs) Except Arun went AWOL cuz he wanted to poison millions of people. It, I I <laughs> I don't understand he wanted, Well, he wanted more test subjects. They wouldn't give him more test
1: subjects, Something so he like decided
3: that? To, to go get more, I guess. But I don't know why he was trying to like poison an entire town with this drug. So Steven Seagal trained Tia, and so Seagal of is course. on this other mission in France with Dwayne. Right. Um and then and three other guys who get killed in the opening of this movie. Right. They're the best of the best, then they get destroyed the instantly. The yeah, the best of the best. Um and oh also at the very end of the movie, there is also Nobu, who is not mentioned at all <laughs> right. until the very end of the movie, and then when both Dwayne and Nobu are mortally wounded. We have been with Dwayne this entire movie. Sagal leaves Dwayne to die and goes and saves Nobu <laughs> who we have never met, never heard anything about. <laughs> they get into a car, drive away, and roll credits. Good friend, Nobu. <laughs>
1: That's right. If okay. anything happened to Nobu.
3: <laughs> so that actually helps
1: a lot. Now, the only other thing I'm missing here, because there's the two uh, Robinson and Werner, and, and they they oversee this the organization program. of people. Right. Yeah. Why are they out to kill Seagal and his team? In the middle of the movie,
3: and then they team up. So, I think, here's my guess. This doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but this is just me trying to put the pieces (laughs) together. I think there are, like, some throwaway lines between Werner and Robinson about, like, we can't let this get out. Like, we have to make sure. Because they're trying to, like, do all this stuff while not alerting the Admiral, who's, like, their boss. uh, Uh But who finds finds out about the whole thing anyway. Yeah. And so I think there was like a scene cut where they talk, or never filmed because they had to remake this movie in post.
0: Probably more than one. Uh,
3: Where they discuss, we can't (laughs) let Marshall, that is Seagal, uh, you know, uh, do like put a stop to this program. We can't dig too deep because then he would know, uh, he doesn't, Seagal doesn't actually know about this program until the end of the movie where he magically knows, exactly how to look for symptoms of CTX addiction and how right. to fight these vampires and whatever. He like he just shows up. He has never heard of this drug before. He just teaches everybody how the drug works, even though there is no scene <laughs> where he even hears about it. Uh, right. So I think they're thinking, we can't let him investigate the death of his guys, because then he would expose us for letting Arun go AWOL. And so we need to put a kibosh to all this because at the beginning of the movie, they're not trying to kill him; they're just following him. Right. They're just like sending agents to follow him. And at the in the oval in the very opening action scene of the movie, uh, Marshall find this is never mentioned again. But Marshall uh, puts a stop to some sort of attack uh, where the vampires were trying to steal some sort of <laughs> MacGuffin, which I thought was going to be <laughs> important throughout the movie. It was not, but it had no. something to do with CTX production. <laughs> And so he calls Werner and Robinson and says, hey, what is this thing? And they say, don't worry about it. It's not your job to worry about that. Uh, okay. and so Gall just kind of goes, oh, okay, I guess. And then goes off to France with his guys who die. That's what okay. I think I'm is really supposed glad... to be happening. I'm really glad that you caught all of that because I obviously didn't. It took concerted so force of will to just happens. like lock in while I was watching this and try to figure out what was <laughs> going on.
1: Because I was good, watching four. this movie and then all of a sudden, sorry, Zach, just one second. Like, I, I was watching yeah. this movie and then all of a sudden this guy who, at least so far, had no, like, qualms, I guess, with Steven Seagal. Because he has his own, he's doing his own thing. Separate mission. He's looking into why his guys died. Yeah. They're all against this guy who's trying to poison the entirety of Paris. And then for yeah. seemingly no reason, he sends a, a huge... Attack force against him, yeah, and they have to barricade themselves in this uh, safe house. Which Tia asks him, like, "Are you sure this is safe?" And he says, "Yeah, of course it's safe. I made it myself, didn't I?" And then the next scene, guys break through the doors Literally, and start like shooting everybody.
2: Later.
1: Yeah, and then after that, of course they win. They kill all the guys that came to get them, and so the uh, guys that set them were like, "Yeah, okay, I guess we can team up now." What was the point of that? Oh yeah, why do it?
3: And everybody. Everyone, except for Seagal, the Admiral, and Nobu die. Every Everyone. Yeah. Including, like, literally
0: all of Paris, because they're all in CTX <laughs> <now>. <laughs> They shoot, like, yeah, multiple old Yeah, we're just going to gloss old over that. It is a literal mega death. Okay, now. Yeah. That all makes sense, what you said, and that helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Now let me just put a quick or Okay. Oar. A- aliens arrive on Earth to harvest human DNA and a special agent is assigned to destroy them without letting the public know they exist. Yes. Big or <laughs> huge or You could row a ship with this or you could row a the mightiest galleon with this or. <laughs> but
3: or that's what happened. Right. Well there, so there is a there is a weird twist in here because there's a major character we have not mentioned. And that is the vampire queen. There, yeah, but the mu- to the, be fair, the movie doesn't really mention no, her either. The final she... <laughs> boss fight of this movie is with a vampire queen who, up to this point, had had like two lines and is never mentioned. <laughs> like in the, I only know she's like the queen because in the IMDb credits, she is credited as queen. No yeah. one ever mentions and her. No one talks about she's her. She's introduced to die. No one names her. She has one scene with Arun saying like. Are we going to get Tia on our side to help us, you know, poison all these thousands of people? And Irun's like, I'm not sure. And then the scene ends. Like, that's that's all she says. And then she gets the final fight with Seagal, at the beginning of which she tries to, like, convince him to join her side. Like, you know, revenge cuts both ways. You should join me. And without Seagal saying anything, she says, well, I guess you won't. And then they fight. <laughs> like There isn't even a conversation.
0: <laughs> and apparently earlier like when they were starting a production she was credited she was listed as alien queen well yeah. <laughs> so they could have just given her like when they're changed they had to change it anyway they could have just given her a name yeah but they put her in credits as queen <laughs> yeah but God. allegedly she was to be the alien queen <laughs> yeah the vampire
3: alien queen well that okay. would make sense with all the vampire so aliens yeah. running around
0: let's talk yeah, about somehow, actually i do have to agree with you somehow the vampire alien does make it make more sense <laughs>
2: crazy
0: right? it does.
2: like as the, a story
3: whole, it would make more sense yeah
1: the whole movie would make more sense if they decided to just go that route i don't so it, it's it, you said it the best Zach. i want the seagal cut this is the first time i've ever
3: wanted the version of the movie before it was edited to hell so here's the thing Uh, here's the thing that I was thinking. I was, there was one movie, okay, there were two movies that I was thinking about through this whole thing. The first one I already mentioned, Underworld. I, I'm not as familiar with Blade as I am with Underworld, so a lot of this was striking me as Underworld. You know, you, you, you recognize what you know, right? The other movie I was thinking about, have y'all seen Troll 2? (laughs) No. Like the, Hans and I were just talking about this. One of the worst movies ever made. I highly recommend I made Hans you see watch troll the room
0: two. over the weekend so we were then talking about troll 2 a good bit I, I did <laughs> so Hans has not seen troll 2 but Hans has seen oh my God they're eating her and then they're gonna eat me oh my God it's, he has seen
3: it. it's that. glorious yeah I showed troll him 2 is a movie that is so bad it's gloriously bad it's one of like the quintessential so bad it's good movies I highly recommend you see it but there's a very specific reason it's so bad so watching attack force. I was watching this movie and I thought no no nothing that anyone is saying has anything to do with what anyone said before or after it like it's just mm-hmm. words happening at each other and which is especially yeah. confusing because most of the lines are delivered adr so like they had a chance <laughs> yeah. in a recording studio <laughs> to, to that shift that the dialogue oh gosh, to make yeah. it make more sense and they chose not to so one of the reasons that <laughs> troll 2 is so bad it was made by uh, the writer and director of the film Claudio Fragasso Fregas- is Italian, <coughs> but he had this dream of making an American slasher film, like a teenage horror movie. And so he comes to the United States like somewhere in I think Ohio and just like puts out posters in town saying, "Hey, come be part of this movie production." And so it's it's like the town dentist is the star of this movie. Like, wait, really? Yes, zero oh, man, acting respect. experience, never <laughs> intended to be. Like, and it's just like they got uh, one of the characters, one of like the more famous characters, was literally a patient at the local mental hospital.
1: Oh wow!
2: Who
3: they just like said, hey, would would you want to be in this movie? He's like, yeah, and filmed his entire scene in like an hour. Um, <laughs> like. It's it's very strange, but the script that was handed to them, the director and writer of this movie wanted to make like an American teenage horror film. He does not speak English. No well, one well, on the crew spoke really? English. He brought his he brought his own crew from Italy to film this movie. Really? No one spoke English. Respect. And so the script was handed to the actors in like this horribly broken English, one scene at a time. <laughs> So, like, they w- he would hand them the script for the scene they were about to film. They would read it, and then they would film the scene. And he'd say, okay, next scene. And whenever they argued with him about, like, hey, I, this line doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, I would say it this way. He would force them to say it the way that he wrote it. <laughs> and so, watching Attack Force, I was just constantly reminded of Troll 2, because I'm thinking, someone made this movie with, like, a vague idea of what an action horror slasher kind of movie is but without really understanding how any of the parts work together and if anyone argued with them about how it should be done they got angry and forced them to read it as it was written because nothing anyone says throughout the entire movie like no individual line is connected to the line before it or the line after it it is just words happening it's amazing
1: that's a really good way of putting it it's
3: amazing also that's a really good thing to know going into
1: watching troll 2 whenever i get to
3: it troll 2 is one of my all-time favorite movies to watch it is not good it, it's it's not i'm not gonna say it's like <laughs> my favorite movie it is not not even close but i w- love to weird. just sit down with some friends and a couple of beers and watch troll 2 because it is fascinating to me
0: okay and weirdly similar <laughs> you mentioned this you know feeling a lot like troll 2 yeah even more so than that i think it is worth pointing out Troll 2 does not feature any trolls. No, none, <laughs> not a single troll. Troll 2 features goblins. Yes. If I'm is that yes, correct? Yes, they are goblins. Really? So so Vegan I think to goblins. make it even more similar just imagine that like the only way it could be more similar to this movie is if, like, they shot a movie about, like, trolls and then, like, decided halfway through and had to overdub characters with and, like, remove all mentions <laughs> of trolls Because that's what happened with the alien vampires. <laughs> like, notably, we had a troll, too, without any trolls in it. And then we had an alien vampire movie that took out the alien vampires. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, these movies share so much of the same DNA. Yeah. Like.
1: Yeah. God, that's weird. Yeah, it's. Okay, but like Han oh, said. We got to talk about the ADR. We have to talk about the ADR. Yeah, we have to talk about the ADR. There has been ADR in previous movies. It was rough It's the worst in this This one. This is the worst. By far, it's the worst. And it's not even the worst. Oh, go ahead, Zach.
0: I was going to say, if you have listened to every episode of our podcast so far it will sound like we are just absolutely beating, like, the deadest horse imaginable. (laughs) When we say, oh, the ADR is so bad this time, the ADR is so bad this time. I swear, this is the worst so far. You may not believe me. Um, Before, we've talked about how, like, the person ADRing for Seagal, like, doesn't sound like Seagal. Like, they don't even necessarily sound like something. They just sound like the absence of Seagal. (laughs) I kept seeing people online make comparisons to Martin Sheen, that whoever's ADRing Seagal sounds Mm. like Martin Sheen. When I would hear it, I kind of, I I get that. I get what they're saying. I was picturing like a real, like a sarsaparilla swiller. Like a real, (laughs) howdy (laughs) partner. uh, You can be careful around these parts. It's real rough and tumble out here. Yeah, they got like a much
3: more kind of gravelly, husky voice. Sounds
2: like an older gentleman. being bad before. Yeah.
1: It,
0: this is a different man <laughs> delivering Seagal's lines. Yeah. Not even, we've talked before, this guy isn't even trying to sound like Seagal. This guy is specifically trying to sound like a prospector who's like wearing the onesie pajamas and the pants for gold. <laughs> it is absurd. I cannot get over it's it through it. Yeah.
1: And it's, it, it, a lot of it is because they had to get someone. Like quick, I guess, to come in an ADR over because they had to tweak the script so that it wasn't about alien vampires. And but like you said, they Aaron, had
0: poorly doing a Seagal impression for the last like ten movies was not available. <laughs> I guess. Was just Sam. Well, He was I, the only one in the studio. I guess, but but because,
3: like Aaron said, uh, they don't. They had the, the opportunity to. the ADR for Seagal's voice was not credited. But I feel like it was the same person because over the last few movies, I could hear them getting slowly better at impersonating Seagal. A little bit, and here it's it's just a different guy. It it there's yeah there's no connective tissue. At all,
0: they got yeah. like a voice actor from like a Wild West like cartoon, like the next studio ever. Yeah. or like they got a Martin Sheen impersonator and said, "Can you can you do Seagal? And he said, "No." And they said, "All right, get in there." Mm-hmm.
1: Honestly, God, I don't think they got anybody. I think they had all of the. It says in the IMDb uh, facts, what is it? They called back a few of the lower paid actors for reshoots, redubbed the majority of Seagal's dialogue VDAR, A D R, totally re-edited the film and changed it into Attack Force as it is now known. I have a feeling they didn't call in anybody. They made the decision. They called in the people they could call in and they said, oh, we need to get somebody. Uh, you, you over there in the chair. You're going to do Seagal. <laughs> I
3: always thought yeah, Bill had, had like a good a voice. Just
0: smoking a cigarette out of Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, but like know, Aaron said, they no had sense. the. I mean, yeah. nothing makes sense here.
1: But well, like Aaron said, they had the opportunity because of that to to change the dialogue to make sense with the new theme of the movie, and they just didn't. Yeah,
0: I think they just like control F, you know, all Ctx like aliens with Ctx and change nothing else.
3: Which like okay, yeah. in the original script, were the aliens pushing drugs, and posing as chimps. So, so that's the next thing I want to talk about, because the next thing we want,
1: the next thing that I think is is critical here, the poisoning of the Paris
3: water supply. No, yeah. that what what was, poisoning of the Paris water supply? What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> that was so like integral to the film that I cannot believe that that portion of it, or at least some form of that, was injected in after the fact. How is it is poisoning the water supply going to turn people
3: into vampire aliens well what so what is their plan here why like it's never explained he said he does say in the
1: in their little like makeshift lab with the beakers and test tubes so you know they're doing science yeah he says
3: he just wants more test subjects that's it so you just kind of like dump it on random people and not be able to oh, gather yeah. any data that's what yeah that's science baby <laughs> that's how it's done throw crap I at also- the wall and see what sticks
0: It's, okay, now Hans I'm very self-conscious about this, thank you. It's worth pointing out. (laughs) (laughs) Go yourself, Hans. It's worth pointing out that like... Oh my. (laughs) (laughs) That, you know, in a movie like Batman Begins, the Scarecrow like puts his fear gas into the water, but then he needs to like turn it into a mist or whatever to make it affect Gotham. And they actually like show him taking steps to make that happen. When we talk about like the Poisoning the water, the Paris water supply plot in this movie, it is like one scene where a guy says, like, as mentioned, you know, I want more test subjects. Let's poison the water supply. And they say, all right, every, there's a guy calling saying, okay, everyone will be poisoned like by midnight tonight or something. And then there's like at the end when Seagal and crew are coming into their lair, they look at a laptop screen and they say, like, oh, they they poison the water supply. That's the extent of it. You don't see this like taking effect. You don't no. see poison being put into the yeah, You don't see the they're like being put ten the water supply. They talk about putting in it in. This village. And they talk about it being in. That yeah. is well, and how so, this is represented on screen.
1: But, but the thing that I don't understand: there was a scene about halfway through the movie where the uh, what's his name Werner Werner and what's the other guy Robinson Robinson. They're Werner and Robinson about... sounds
3: like a law firm or something.
2: <laughs> it, <laughs> it does. does. <laughs> They're he, he he work.
3: Werner and Robinson. <laughs> Have you been poisoned Wait, by my... alien vampires? <laughs>
1: So they're talking about it and they say, "Oh, it's you know, they've they've detect Someone comes to them and says, "They've detected trace amounts of CTX in the water supply." And I I remember thinking yeah. about this like, "Wait, why did they say that? They just said they haven't done it yet. How are there traces in the water supply?" And then at the end of the movie, they release it
3: into the water supply. And it's like, well, "But that didn't Well, it, there was this scene happen. like maybe an hour in where Tia says, 15,000 people will be infected by CTX in 12 hours. We need to put a stop to this. What? Yeah. What? 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 what?
1: Huh? It just, it was ridiculous. So then, at the by the end of the movie, they're going into this village that Seagal and his, like, his attack force, <laughs> they're all lined up in all their special vehicles or whatever. And they just start breaking into random houses yeah. to, like, see if people are on this drug because they drank the water. And if they are, they just kill them. Yeah. They just start breaking into people's homes and, like, forcing flashlights in their eyes and, like, grabbing their faces and pulling their eyelids up to Mm -hmm. see if their eyes make the weird
3: blinking Yeah, it's like a young couple eating dinner, an old lady praying her rosary. Like, it's just... And if they see their eyes blinking the wrong way, they just shoot them! Yep.
0: What?! Have you been unfairly persecuted because you have been exposed to the drug Ctx? You Against may be entitled to cash settlements, right? Have you been right. gunned down by the military because someone put Ctx in your water? I, I you could be entitled to cash settlement if you're still alive.
1: I have in my notes breaking and entering and killing random people who were accidentally on the drug because it was in their water supply. <laughs>
0: Why?
1: Well, wow. like, how was that even Hans, written? They are,
0: they are not the help out and you know do a good job saving people for us. They are the attack force. <laughs> if every, if you're holding a hammer, every
3: problem's a nail. Like, you're the attack
2: force. What do you think your solution to any problem is, Hans? Well, like
3: Seagal makes a big deal out of. I need my. He like throughout the whole movie. He's talking about. I need to get my armory here. You know the kinds of guns that I like. When he doesn't use a that's gun, that's the he exact actually uses line he says. Blades uh but whatever yeah blades blades trinity <laughs> uses his uh, assassin's creed hidden blades
0: yeah aaron don't watch blade one or two to try to understand this to try to like you know get the connection in this movie you just have to watch blade <laughs> okay got it this is blade trinity the sequel <laughs> blade wow. trinity 2 attack force <laughs> colon
3: <laughs> just colon end of title end of title. Yeah. <laughs> We'll
0: figure out the rest of the title (laughs) on post.
3: Yeah, I just have a couple more notes about this. Um, Cool. Yeah. Let's hear it. So the final fight with the Queen Alien Vampire, who wasn't an alien vampire, who, like I already said, is not mentioned at all. Um, In the fight, I was actually surprised. One thing this movie did do, which was brave, that previous Seagull movies have not done. Seagal takes a couple hits. You don't see him bleed he does or like show any visible injuries or Or anything but he does take a couple hits the the queen does get a couple hits on him but also he does cut her shirt open because of course he does
0: of course although the like it seemed like practical effects they did there for her like chest wound were like surprisingly good like there were some disparate good elements of this final fight um that were stitched together yeah as a part of this terrible movie it took place in with an awful, interesting like headache headache can do scene weird white flashes well, yeah <laughs> i don't know why
3: those were attack. included maybe it was just to hide the like wires that were dragging everybody around uh, but it did take place in like an interesting place like they were in the rundown basement of this church or something it, they said it was a church. It look, It does not. It's not a church. No, That's not what a church it looks wasn't. like. It, it, I mean, what do you know but about there, church? There? <laughs> there, <were> all... <laughs> there was a dead priest there for some reason. That was never explained. That had to have been because he was trying to like fight the vampires or something. Because a, in a vampire movie, you need a priest to come by, right? Uh, but right. it wasn't a vampire movie, You're but they kept the priest the for some reason. There were a lot of brick walls to throw people through. A lot of brick walls through which you could throw people a lot of people get thrown so through many walls. brick walls in Bucharest, Paris. Yeah. Tia gets thrown through the other two walls in one throw, and she just kind of stands back up. I definitely thought, if this movie were a lot cooler than it is, Tia would be a secret vampire <laughs> the whole time, but she wasn't. Yeah, having been one
1: of the ones that invented
3: the
0: drug,
1: yeah,
3: the vampire drug, one of the first tests. Yeah. Oh, I actually well, I took it myself, and that's how I can fight the vampires. No, she just gets her throat cut uh, at the yeah. very beginning of this. You know, siege of the big church. Um, Dang that that would have been a cool idea.
0: Dang script doctor is offhandedly fixing movies like with psych.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a professional, I'm not a professional. The, the, no the one script doctor
0: is doing house calls.
3: <laughs> Who was the other guy in this scene? The
1: one that was introduced in this scene and was the only one that survived, aside from sigal no I can't boo. remember his name. Nobu. No yeah. Boo. Uh, as is becoming the norm. Seagal fights the big bad, has like a one-on-one melee, while his partner, the other guy, takes on everybody else and kills them all. Yeah. And that was a combination of
3: Nobu and the guy that has been with him the whole time. And they both honestly come out looking way cooler than Seagal. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, that's not too hard.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But just like this is supposed to be a Seagal movie and his partner's... Do more. Okay, this was
0: also supposed to be an alien vampire movie, so it doesn't <laughs> matter what something's supposed to be. That factors in very little into what it is. <laughs> this is true. You're very right. Oh man, uh. sorry for raising my voice. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: Nobu does get saved at the end of this movie. Nobody else, it's the only one who was with us the entire time. Uh, I don't think. I think Nobu has like one line and it's maybe three words but he he lives everybody else dies he gets to ride off Probably into the sunset in with sigall but uh everybody else dies literally almost literally everybody else warner dies robinson dies the admiral doesn't die cuz he's not on the on the operation but everybody else is dead he's out at sea yeah
0: yeah <laughs> off the coastline of paris <laughs> <laughs> This
1: was it um, wasn't even a bad movie in that it was because it was a bad movie and it was a bad movie because it was bad and it was a bad movie because it was supposed to be about something and ended up being not about that thing. But it was also a bad movie because every part that we haven't talked about, like we've covered maybe 25 minutes of movie spread out across an hour and 35 minutes. Yeah, the rest is just boring. It's, it's very, very boring. garbage filler for nof- nothing. It, it's all most nothing. happens for this movie.
0: Very, very boring. People talk. People don't have conversations. People just talk. There's, scene, yeah, there's, there's, like, like there's one
3: the scene. Movie. It's like long and protracted where like the the first lady vampire uh, who kills like the three guys on Seagal's team. uh, She's like out in the park at night with some guy who is like her next victim. And you like, you know, that's what it's going to be. And they're like making out in this park for, like, a long time, and there's, like, a third guy who's just, like, watching. Uh, and she ends up killing them both by, like, teleporting around. Um, and it is a snore Next. fest. It's amazing how boring they made a teleporting alien vampire Yeah, killing two guys in a the middle of the teleporting
0: alien vampire prostitute.
3: Like. like, it's amazing how boring they made that. Also, so, uh, this is... <sighs> There's been, a, like, talk a lot, at least as I've heard it, uh, in the, like, film criticism space or, like, really movie production criticism space right now about intimacy coordinators and things like that. Like, there was that whole hoopla about the the Lord of the Rings Amazon show getting an intimacy, intimacy coordinator and was like, you don't need one. This movie really needed an intimacy coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, (laughs) none of the supposedly romantic stuff made any sense. It was just very uncomfortable. No one... It wasn't... It was not... It wasn't romantic. It was not romantic It was like,
1: oh, here's where there should be a, you know... Here's where these two characters should kiss, so they just do it. Yeah. And and it doesn't really track. It
3: doesn't make any sense. It wasn't filmed well. Like, an intimacy
0: coordinator is typically to make sure that, like, everybody on set is, like, comfortable and, like, nothing... Bad is happening to the real, like people making the movie. They didn't even, I mean, I'm sure they probably needed that too. They needed like an intimacy, like coherence coordinator (laughs) or something. Like an intimacy, like fact checker, actually. Yeah,
3: it was not fun to watch um, for many reasons. No. Oh, and that kind of sucks because this, honestly,
1: if it weren't incredibly dull and very frustrating to watch, this would be one of the few that I could actually recommend to people. Yeah, it's like so close. Enjoy what we're doing. It's, it is. It's really close because it is. The concept is hysterical—an alien vampire movie that had the aliens and vampires removed during editing, mm. and then all of Seagal's lines ADR'd over. Letters. It should, yeah, be exactly. Fun. It should have been. It should have been hysterical, not for the right reasons, no. but still. And it just—it missed
0: the mark because the rest of the movie is so dull. These the Segal movies. So close to the edge of the precipice, and it can just be one or two things. It can be so easy, whether they, you know, enjoy that beautiful cliffside sunset, or they go plummeting off mm-hmm. to their death. <laughs> this movie goes over the edge and plummets. Yeah, in my opinion, it's it's do not it's, watch it. Yeah, don't
3: yep. waste your time. Um, the few this good is, moments are not worth all the boredom in between. We are talking about
0: Submerged, and I still don't think quite taking the lowest spot from ticker no. but we are no. talking like submerged in ticker territory yeah yeah for sure yeah which now that we're at a third one we had one that um like literally they weren't able to finish shooting and now we had two that like they were able to shoot but like changed what the movie was halfway through the movie kind on of a fundamental like, level i'm noticing yeah the we've talked about our like scale being completely thrown off here on this like Not on the 1 to 10 scale, but on like the, you know, 1 to 5 out of 10 scale that the Seagal (laughs) movies fit into. That like, in order to be on that lower end, to be one of the worst ones, it has to have something that literally, like, makes the movie not a movie. (laughs) Like, if the movie just exists as a movie, it will not be good, but it will be on, like, the high mid to higher end of this ranks list. In order to be down (laughs) as low as, like, this one, like, if you look at the bottom three movies, when we're, like, ranking these, at least for me, like... It is the movies that are just are not complete movies. Like this class is graded on such a curve. If you turn in a paper that meets like the page requirements, you will pass. You need to like have copy pasted literally half the paper from like Wikipedia to fail, and that is essentially. Does it have a beginning,
3: middle, and ends. end? Okay,
0: we're good. You pass. Done. Like does you're it, just. Does it hit an hour and thirty minutes? Rubber stamp. We're done. All you need. These ones, like when they're stitched together with like half footage from other movies, or when like they remove like the entire, into- not just like plot points, but like the plot <laughs> during post production, <laughs> that is what you have to do to be the bottom of a Seagal movie ranked list. Yeah, this is probably above, s- definitely above Ticker, maybe above Submerged for me. It could kind of, it depend,
1: is, but it's in it that is, it's three.
3: above Submerged for me, not by a whole it's lot. A, it's a half star. Um, yeah. I th- just because I don't think Submerged was this fun to think about. No, I was really excited to talk to you guys about yeah. this one. Submerged, I just had a Which, bad time through and through. I gotta be honest, I was, I was not excited to talk about the last couple of Seagal movies. This one, I was no. very much looking forward to talk about it. Yeah. Um, no, I, <laughs> I had to. I drove i gave
0: hans a lift earlier today to like get his car inspected and we were like struggling (laughs) we had to like restrain ourselves to like not talk about this movie in the car i'm just like ah uh, any other what do you want to mission impossible yeah that's a movie right like we had to talk about anything else other than this movie because we just wanted to talk about this typically when
1: any of the three of us really and and, anytime any of the three of us are are hanging out
0: like handcuffing ourselves to not be allowed to
1: yeah Typically, anytime mm-hmm. any of the three of us are hanging out, anytime I am I go over to your house, Zach, or any, anything, we never, like, struggle for conversation. No. We, we just we can just talk. Yes. We can just talk for hours and hours and hours, and it's never an issue because there's always something dumb that we can talk about. This was one of the first times Zach and I were sitting in the car, <laughs> and we, like, the the... It, it had to come up at some point that I had. I was in. At, at the time that he picked me up, I was, I think, three quarters of the way through the movie, uh-huh. and I had to finish it when I he got back. You hadn't even met here. the queen yet. And I. <laughs> yeah. And I mentioned that, and then the car just went silent, and we were like, oh, God, we got to talk about something else because we can't talk about <laughs> this until we start this. recording. <laughs> Oof.
0: Yes. Oof. Yeah. So, no, the movie that was supposed to be the alien vampire harvester movie that became the gang drugging. Paris movie is more entertaining to talk about than the movie that was supposed to be um, The Thing meets a sub meets The Hunt for Red October, which just became <laughs> you know, ba- the Bad Boys 2 knockoff. Like, yeah. I will agree with that. Which... Uh, oh, man. man. Man, what a time. Also, I'm in a much better, like, state while talking about this movie, both mentally and geographically. Um... <laughs> Well, it was submerged
1: concerned. when you were in Connecticut. Yes. I was oh, in a much worse state. I was right. in
0: many worse states, literally and figuratively, oh. while talking about submerged. Much better mood. Pennsylvania wins. I'm sorry. My <laughs> hatred of Connecticut knows no bounds. <laughs> that's really specific, but okay. I can't wait till we or we get our first Connecticut listener and I start getting a now. <laughs> means you've really made it I'm once sorry, you start your getting state hate sucks. mail. It's not my fault. <laughs>
1: Um, honestly, um, or yeah. at the end of
3: my notes either of you have anything else? I'm good on notes uh, I tried to find someone who went on and did something else the, the guy who played Dwayne was he was actually in a few things before this, like he was in the fifth element he like, he was a background character in the fifth element really? yeah, like there, there's just he's been in a whole bunch of movies Um, and he's actually hes still making stuff uh so like uh seagal's partner in this he's he's still making movies the guy who played Arun looked vaguely familiar to me and i could not tell you why
1: i the entire time i was thinking man this guy's really trying to be david tennant
0: he yeah mm, i can see that both of the the past two guys you mentioned were both in the show eastenders oh interestingly enough Oh, on the bbc so interesting opera. um this guy actually does a lot of uh, Adam Crozdell, mm-hmm. who is Arun he actually does a lot of voice work he was in the video game yeah. Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor oh. Fantasy 15 that's um, kind of cool
3: yeah no, he's got some fun credits Yeah, there. so I mean a lot of the people I looked at a lot of the actors who are in this seem to be doing alright a lot of the actors in here don't even have pictures for their IMDB pages
2: Oof.
1: we're getting into that territory yeah huh? um I guess when we get to that point, it's more, it's it's less the search for hope. It's it's less the search for trying to see if they did better things after the Seagal movie, and more the hope of Seagal didn't turn them off from acting altogether.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Honestly.
3: So here's an interesting question. I'm looking through the uh, the IMDb credits here. Mm -hmm. I cannot find Nobu on here.
2: Really?
0: I was looking. I cannot find him either. You were saying Nobu, and I was like, believing that he was in this movie. IMDb and Wikipedia do not acknowledge this man's the existence. The subtitles <laughs> call him Nobu.
3: I watched this one with the subtitles on. <laughs> I hate, I actually, I don't like watching movies with subtitles. Unless it's in a foreign language, then I, it's fine. I just get over it. Ooh. But if it's, in, oh, no. if it's in English, I prefer to watch it without subtitles. I turned the subtitles on subtitles. immediately because I knew I wasn't going to be able to understand anything. The sound mixing in this movie, I'm very sorry to whoever did the sound is terrible. Foley <laughs> is terrible. Like footsteps are some of the loudest things in this movie. Uh th- f- they have flip phones which make like a crunching sound when they close. Um it is <laughs> okay, although I some will weird I choices.
0: To say, typically what I expect to be, you know, a very honest profession, good, you know, honest work, uh but in this case like the absolute hardest working people in the show business. ADR and Foley re-recording mixer in the credits is Ted Swanscott, and ADR studio assistant is Nick hey. Foley. First of all, I'm very, very upset that Nick Foley does ADR instead of doing Foley work. I'm sorry, Nick. Uh, you missed the ball I think,
3: uh I think he specifically chose not to do Foley at some point in his career. I, he had to. He's like, I want it. Well, it,
0: it does seem fun, but I can't. I'm going to get too many comments. so I'm going to do mm-hmm. ADR.
3: Those two are the hardest working people in the entire cast and crew of this yeah. movie. Yeah. Absolutely. They made the movie. Yeah. I just, the yeah, just throughout the movie, sound was really weird for me. I'm sorry to all the people who worked on this. I know you, it was an uphill battle. I know. Mm-hmm. You did the best you could. Uh, but I do not, if you didn't give it your A game, I don't blame you. <laughs> um, but it seems that most of the people who continued to act, like chose to continue acting, are doing okay. That's, that's what I have found in my research. That's good. Nobody likes, um, I hit mean, the big times or anything, I will but. say
0: somebody else who will go on to do notable, biggest air quotes possible things. Uh, the director, uh, previously <laughs> discussed, Michael Kush, uh, did Shadow Man right before <laughs> this. And then after this, we'll do Flight of Fury. So we will discuss Great. him again, at the very least, if that <laughs> counts as being notable. Yeah. He also directed a movie. I have I, not seen this. He directed a movie called Samurai Cowboy in 1994. Oh. <laughs> Amazing. Title alone. Wait. A Japanese man who always wanted to be a cowboy arrives in Montana and teams up with an African-American singer, a bully Native American, a cute veterinarian, and an old cowboy Okay, thank goodness that yes, is the exact please. opposite of what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> you know, That it, sounds yeah. exactly like the kind of movie that I would want to watch. If that is on the menu, I am ordering that, and I am tipping well. Thank hey, you. Uh, yeah,
3: so movies you should watch instead. Maybe Samurai Cowboy? I'm not sure. Give it a try. Let me know. Uh definitely really, you and said <laughs> I am
0: I am claiming Blade One through uh, I am claiming <laughs> Underworld
3: and Troll Two. What do you got, Hans? You're gonna put me on the spot, huh? Probably. I
1: never This I, is part I, of I the show. The of time. Third. I, I know, and I always forget about it in
0: the segment we do every time. I know, I know, I know. What have I watched recently? <laughs> I,
3: I love remember. that Hans's suggestion is always a wild card. <laughs> <Final card. laughs> it's not like oh it's this thing from the movie but better it's just like man i, I like this you sometimes should go sometimes it, it is
0: sometimes it is uh okay i just re-listened bu- to oh one of our previous God. episodes where you recommended clerks the animated yeah. series so <laughs> <laughs> i did do that
1: no There's... so i'm looking back at my history and the only thing i've watched aside from uh steven seagal movies since last week was the room and i can't in good conscience, right? the, the room. first Mission Impossible. Oh, I did watch the first Mission Ooh, Impossible. Yeah. Hmm. Because I was trying to see if there were any gaps in, in anything I was missing from the latest one that we watched. Not really so, important. Anyway, I don't
3: okay.
2: know. God, uh, um, oh, man, the
3: time you could go watch Anchorman. By the time Anchorman's we record the next movie. episode, Barbenheimer will have happened. So,
2: Barbenheimer
0: will have happened. <laughs>
3: You can go either see Barbie or Oppenheimer So those of
0: you living in the future listening to this episode, I, I hope you survive Barbie
3: <laughs> Although by the time this episode comes out, I don't think they'll even be in theaters anymore. But um yeah quotes. Do any of you have I do have any one quotes? quote? Yeah. It's from the very beginning of the movie. Uh when Seagal is like toasting the three guys who are gonna die later. Uh he says, Here's to what might <laughs> yeah. could be a real good team.
1: <laughs> now was that the an adr line or was that, that a seagal i think line. that was
3: delivered by seagal himself here's to what might <laughs> well, be, be a real, real good, team. good team he
1: probably said it really fast
3: too yeah oh he definitely just his demeanor he did not care about this <laughs> you know how like every um, line is delivered exactly the same as every other line
0: you know, like how when you're a kid, no like you don't so much run as you just like straight up are falling and your feet are just like <laughs> keeping you like <laughs> kept you from completely falling. Sometimes that is how Seagal like delivers a line. Yeah. yeah. It's just going. You can't stop
1: it. <laughs> it's, it's It has to happen. It's going to be over as fast as possible. The pace
0: is completely off and it's
1: going to like go crashing into a wall or the ground. or yeah. something. Yeah. And we're going to we're only going to get more of that as time goes oh. on. Zach, what do you have?
0: Um, I have two. Oh. I have uh right after his boys are killed by Oh wait, is this gonna be the same line as me? Um when this is probably like not the first time you notice that it's ADR, but one of the like worst examples of it being ADR because this is not a squat line. This is very clearly an ADR line when you know Sasparilla Sam says <laughs> Dwayne, find that bar.
1: Oh my. <laughs> that's a good one. That's not mine though. Mine is actually delivered by him. Ooh. They're they're walking through the hotel room where the his his boys were slaughtered. And there is just blood. There was blood that leaked out from under the door into the hallway. Oh the way of he the opens hotel. the door. Oh, he he opens the door into a body and then just like shoves it like five or six times against the body to get it out of the way so he can get in the door. It's awful, so awful. But it's there it's it's a, there's a massacre in this room. The 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 entirety of of three like how do I say how do I say this? Every drop of blood that was inside these three men is now outside of these three yeah. men. It's just a complete slaughter in this hotel room and his uh what's his name his Dwayne? partner Dwayne Dwayne walks Dwayne. up and like tries to check the pulse of one of the guys <laughs> <laughs> and after like a solid 5 seconds of the camera panning around the room of this this massacre Sakal says nah, don't bother they're all dead <laughs> I'll do <like> that one. <laughs> and then i had I, uh... one more oh, there uh, it's um, Tia talking to Seagal and she sa- she says, "I'm afraid Werner and Robinson will let this happen. Which is, is, I guess, the the drugs going into the Paris water supply. I'm I'm worried they're gonna let this happen and make us scapegoats." <laughs> <laughs> I had to go back. I had to rewind it and listen to it again to confirm that she does, in fact, say. Escapegoats.
0: <laughs> they they literally dubbed over half the lines in this movie and they couldn't fix that one they couldn't do her a <laughs> and just get rid of that first syllable uh, yeah they did her so dirty i'm um, sorry yeah, see, that i know i know we have movie. we
1: have parts of this podcast i know there's some stuff that i prepare okay, for good.
0: i'm i'm kind of surprised you didn't say this one Hans. i thought you'd find this one funny uh the other quote that i really liked was when he's talking over the phone with i believe the like I'm sorry if you can hear Billy barking in the background. Um, he's talking to the phone with, like, the guy who tries to kill him and then, like, ends up working with him. And he says, I'll send you an encryption with the gory details. <laughs> I, did, I, did, I will send I you an encryption. an encryption. An <laughs>
1: encryption. That one made me laugh. One, one single.
0: <laughs> we don't have a full on, like, hacking, 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 you know, uh, sharpen up the image. Yeah. But I'll send you an encryption of the gory details is the funny, like, getting computers very wrong quote of this movie oh. for me.
1: <laughs> what movie did I recommend last time?
3: I I could not. I can't even exactly. tell you what movie we talked no. about last time. I can't remember. I
1: might have recommended Sneakers because I did watch Oh, you did recommend
0: Sneakers. Oh, yes. I'm going to recommend
1: that again because <sighs> I have a feeling neither of you watched no. it. And I really
0: need both no, of I you to watch it in the next week. Jeez.
3: I'm sorry, a full seven days passed. I thought maybe. You never know. I'm sorry, but my local university theater is showing Barbie tomorrow. That's pretty much all I care about. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to be
1: seeing Barbie or Oppenheimer or Barbenheimer, all both of them together, for a hot minute. I'm going home this weekend. Zach and Sarah, you guys are both busy this
0: weekend. Shadow Man. That was the movie we watched last week. Shadow Man.
3: i always think of dark shadow man and that's a totally different movie
0: (laughs) yeah i'm actually really upset with myself that when we were talking about shadow man and he asked my recommendation i couldn't like think of what to say i had to like ask sarah and we started talking about terminator 2 and titanic and stuff i should have just recommended dark man like literally i was like you know, when you say something like, you know, dumb, you put the shoe in, you know, you're putting in your mouth and mm-hmm. like later that day you like regret it. This is a very low stakes version of that, but I'm laying <laughs> in bed and I'm like, oh, I should have said Dark Man. So I could talk about how Dark Man and Shadowman have similar titles, but Darkman's better. Why didn't I say Dark Man? <laughs> I wanted to say Sam Raimi's Dark Man, but I didn't think of it till it was too late. Yeah. Um, or just any of the episodes, if it's always in Philadelphia, that reference like Dayman and Nightman. The, the, you got to watch the play. The Nightman Man cometh. The Nightman Comet. Yeah, watch Nightman Cometh instead of Shadow Man.
1: Season four, episode thirteen. Wow! Thank you, Hans.
0: Thanks. Did Hans. you have that off the top of the? No,
1: I had to look at that. <laughs> oh, okay, was that off the But I had it ready because I knew it was coming. It it was coming. <laughs> um, <laughs> well,
0: look at you, I'm real professional. What do we? Any uh... other thoughts on attack See, I, force? I get it right sometimes. Sometimes. Any other thoughts on <laughs> Harvester subtitle colon attack I, force? I really wish it were still Harvester. That's my only thought. I want to watch. Yeah. Please, I would rather watch we harvester. The cut and give us the harvester cut.
1: Yeah, if there, if someone out there has access to the original cut of this movie somehow, somewhere,
3: please. We if need. you it.
0: just have the raw files? Get them to me. I will assemble.
1: Here's
3: the movie. here's my dream. My I have one dream. I want to get some people. <laughs> Only one. Well, I have a lot of dreams, but in, in relation to this podcast, I really want to get someone, anyone we can get. Who worked on one of these movies? I have so many questions. <laughs> I want to do an interview episode with just a- anyone who don't worked
0: really dream, we go- we make
3: this on there. these I'm movies: sure sound department, cinematography, an actor. I don't care. Could have been an assistant
1: in the background. Yeah. just anyone who had onset experience a grip, with Seagal, a best with boy. the man himself.
3: I-, I don't know, like if you arrange the snack table. I don't care, like craft services come talk to me please
0: <laughs> I, I feel like we can make that happen that's our that's our big that's our next big push
3: yeah by episode 50 that's what
0: really elevates this podcast to the next pretty year. excellent yeah that's what makes us you know mcelroy like level of podcasting
3: um
2: well <laughs> I don't know about that we're coming for you mcelroy well, i think I think, we
1: have, I, I think last time I checked last time I checked we have like a, a total of fourteen unique listeners, something like that, and they're all <laughs> our friends. That's so a <laughs> it's
3: a living. Man, it's a living. Except it's not <laughs> uh, So that was Attack Force.
0: how do we close this
3: one? More once? like Attack Farce. Attack farce. Attack farce. More like um a-
1: Attack force more like attack fart. Um, <laughs> hey, there you go.
3: More like um um harvester, actually. <laughs> That's what it should have been. That means one of us has to die.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna throw a curveball here. We talked about underworld came out like three years before and yeah. like blade trinity came out like two years before or whatever yeah gonna throw a little curveball here or something i don't even know how this affected the movie but i'm gonna pause it and maybe affected the movie the first twilight novel came out in 2005 oh my gosh <laughs> was there was just doesn't too it, much hype
3: doesn't about- it all just <laughs> click <laughs> into place when Does. i say that? the red
2: yarn is pinned
0: on the wall we are connecting photos and newspapers. you cracked articles. the code i cracked the the da vinci code of the vampire movie that wasn't oh a vampire my movie. gosh you solved the cryptogram i, I sent the encryption with all of the gory details
2: what? i
0: put the ctx in the water supply i am the
1: mastermind i am
2: the I am Dark Man. I am um... Dark Man. <laughs> <laughs>